0: Sure. Today we're talking about uh, I don't okay. know chi- child neglect. <laughs> so, uh, okay. so what's up, fandom? Uh, my <laughs> name is Josh, uh, and we are joined once again by Elijah Bailey. Hey! And for the first time, we have you know th- who, who are you? I don't, I don't I don't know who you are.
1: <laughs> I'm the coolest one out there. It's Angelica. Hi. Hi. <laughs>
0: uh and uh i i know angelica we uh we've served together for a long time um, up on the front lines of -hmm. uh of payroll so
2: (laughs) dangerous it's very
0: dangerous i mean there's all kinds of office accidents uh angelica had she struggled with a rock wall uh earlier this (laughs) week uh and uh was is one and one on um American Gladiator stand up thing so she ooh. she did hit a girl in the face recently yes like
1: it was, it was pretty hard it was, right.
0: it was the, the like, noise that the came recording. off of her face i have the i have the recording it's like an audible it's like <laughs> ooh like,
2: I, faces are resilient she's fine brain may not
0: be (laughs) uh we'll just say she went down hard she she fell a good like five feet
2: from so it was a thing pent-up aggression i love it
0: but today we're going to be talking about the 2002 no 2002 2022 netflix anime series kotaro lives alone or as angelica would say Kataro lives alone
1: It's debatable. It's debatable with the name <laughs> and how you pronounce it.
0: Every time that you were telling people to watch it it at work, I was just like yeah, I watched uh Kataro and I was like, What, is
3: she what show is this?
0: Uh it was it was fun. Um but no, yeah, so we got we got Angelica on because Angelica uh has children's. <laughs>
2: A very important part yeah. of the show
0: yeah and as someone who does not have children's i watch this show and i'm like it's feasible that a four-year-old could live by themselves
2: i mean if you watch what's the other series on netflix where they send the kids out when they're young to do like daily tasks i'm like those kids can do it they're walking like miles to the store to pick up stuff so yeah but there's like- also
0: a camera crew of like 30 uh, people behind them. i feel
2: like there's a camera crew following Kodoro, so i mean there
0: could be that would be pretty funny
2: kotaro kotaro i'm having a reprogram
3: (laughs) Um,
0: yeah so uh how did everybody watch this i watched the dub obviously because dub um english is my language so (laughs) i can listen to that uh what about you angelica you listen to english yeah i had it in english nice elijah
2: i done both I went both. through, okay. like when it very first dropped, I watched it uh, in sub and then came back and this time through watched it in dub. So.
0: so as someone who's watched the sub and the dub, is there one that you would like rank a little bit higher than the other?
2: <sighs> I feel like they did good with the dub. So I feel like it's almost even kind of like you go uh-huh. back and watch Cowboy Bebop and you watch in sub and dub. There are some lines that are changed or different. But other than that, I think they did a really good job with this one especially never... conveying like the emotions and don't don't say you never did that you no did. i
0: never i've never watched cowboy bebop subbed i don't mm, know why it's
2: it's it's good i know i know i know we well, saw it like on DBZ. tsunami that's like
0: dbz dub i mean subbed i'm like i have no desire to watch dbz subbed. oh
2: uh, you that's blasphemy don't even don't say that to me no, you right. are just shatting on my day right now hmm?
1: do you understand the language no Oh.
2: Not not well. Some stuff I do. I mean, I've trained in martial arts, so some things are, are easy to understand, but I just read the context and within the subs and then vary it that way. Yeah, it's not. It's easier for me to pick up Russian than it is Japanese, and I've been watching anime a lot longer than I've been learning Russian, so it's weird. <laughs> I have a weird ear. Um, now that that's out of the bag, people are going to be like, hey, you like, Hey, we, we need some, <laughs> we
0: need some <laughs> things translated. <laughs> um, <laughs> never, never! <laughs> uh yeah so i yeah i i just i I mean i prefer the dubs i mean one i i can concentrate on something a little bit more um if it is you know in my language i'm not having to like be down here at the bottom of the screen and only get like this much and then when i'm done with a sentence i can look at what's all on screen so to me like yeah like like dub to me i think it's just better and i think they did a really good job with this dub
2: oh yeah 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 i think from the first time through like both both times through i was heavily emotionally invested like the rational rationalization that some of the adults are making around kotaro and uh the uh the, the way the other kids are interacting like well we're you know running away from home because that's gonna make our parents care more and stuff like that they really did a great job of, of emoting that in both. And I know that I was, I was like, man, this series is so good, but it's so sad. And then when I went back and watched it again, I was like, certain scenes come back up again. I was like, I remember that. I was like, man, this is crazy because every, Oh yeah, I know. That's how I'm feeling. That is exactly how I felt. I'm like, no, please no not tissues. I no. love this kid, but they do a great job. And I, I, did not expect to be so like emotionally manipulated Ooh. uh through this series i i love it it's it's on it's on my top 10 so yeah
0: that's definitely something that like i didn't know what i was expecting mm-hmm. with the show because i i watched it like the first episode i'm like just this clicking it on the first time like i don't know what this is it looks kind of cutesy I've been hearing a lot yes. of people talk about it on Twitter, so i'm I'm gonna give it a shot. And so I turn it on, I'm like, okay, like like after after that first episode's done, it's like, I'm not one hundred percent sure exactly what I just watched. like <laughs> it was it was had some goofy parts, but then it had some like sad parts and I am like I don't know what. I watched so from then on it was like now I have to figure out what the heck this show is and going through the rest of those you know those 10 episodes um actually you know getting the plot and finding out what all is happening I was like okay and then you know whenever there's little things like that like the tissues like when you get to the tissues and you find out the and, and you then flash back to uh the first episode where he's going and he's buying tissues and giving tissues out to uh to everybody you're like oh um you find out why he bathes all the time uh you find out why uh you know he keeps the rubber gloves and why he you know overeats when he you know overeats while he makes so many dishes and use like makes so much food and uses Mm -hmm. all of the dishes um it's just yeah it's just the it's just the heart it's 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 heart-wrenching you know when you get it uh, into a bunch of that stuff. Uh, what What about you, Angelica? How did you know? As a mother, how did you know watching the show kind of you know tug at your heartstrings? Mm.
1: It was super sad. <laughs> I mean, so I, like you said, I watched it and I thought of my daughter the entire time. She's five, and so thinking of this little four year old, and I'm like, no way, he's four. He's super, super smart for a four year old, like incredibly smart. Um Cela would never be able to make it on her own like that. <laughs> <laughs> never never. <laughs> so I don't know it was a uh, it was interesting. So I'm not interested in anime. I've never have been. I'm not mm-hmm. an anime lover. Josh was talking about the show and I'm like a kid on his own. Mm. Mm. So I was like, okay, let me watch it. And so I watched it and I was like no. <laughs> no.
3: no
2: <it's laughs> like I <laughs> don't want
1: no way uh did did
2: either you guys think this was something other than a slice of life because i know me and my wife were watching it and we were like what is there's no way he's talking like a fuel lord and we Mm -hmm. were like what if he's like a vampire like that was one of the places we went like this can't be like just this show about this kid living alone like you said he can't so is he like a vampire and he's been longing for something he can't have and then it just turned out it's like oh that's not it but you,
0: you know. went way too much into <laughs> yeah
2: i went way into the anime field on this and i was like there's no way it's just gonna be about this kid living by himself and his been the tenants around him they, they're not gonna make us that's kind of sad they, they, they gotta jazz it up a little bit and i was like oh
0: i the one thing i do like about the show is they they do kind of take away that like the biggest obstacle in the show is <laughs> this child living by themselves like True. that is the biggest hurdle by far, and they just kind of like wash over that, mm-hmm. and I appreciate that because if it was yeah. like every episode or whenever somebody new comes on, they're like, "How is this kid living by himself?" Blah blah blah, and you know, they doing a whole thing. I feel yeah. it would get repetitive, and it's it kind of like just kind of get on with it. Like we know that he lives by himself. We as the audience know. I understand this. that, yeah. So I like that they do kind of like take that, you know, be like, "Hey, yeah, no, he pays. He pays his rent." like the the whole thing was like the the mm-hmm. landlords just want the money, and I'm like, well, yeah, that's a landlord, uh, it's mm-hmm. like perfect representation there, um they don't care who it is, um mm-hmm. so I mean he's right. paying his rent on time, and he's not causing you know trouble, relative trouble for you know most of his neighbors or anything, so it's like, okay, yeah, it's like fine, whatever cool. kid lives by yeah. himself that's fine I, I I like that. I thought that was a really nice way to do it,
2: yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. There was there was I think the only thing that I kind of look for and they hit it on the head was the fact that, you know, the tenants and the adults have their own issues. But kids like I've worked with kids for decades being a martial artist and training and they pick up on so many things like uh, like the shows uh, where they're like kids say the Darden's things and stuff like that, how perceptive they are to the world around them and how, you know, adults communicate that was very well translated in this series as well, but it was only through the eyes of Cotero because the other kids were just, they were just kids. They were there with their parents. They were going to school. They were trying to play, but he's like, you know, we got to go to the store you got to apply, you know, ice underneath the eyes when you're crying. And then that kind of leads to, you know, his backstory. And I'm like, if we get to this part and we you know, they're talking about his parents and they don't do what I think they're going to do. I'm going to, I'm going to go crazy. I'm going to Netflix and punching somebody if something (laughs) happens, but his perceptiveness for the world around him for his circumstances was, was very well crafted and done because it is somewhat hidden within those interactions. Uh, And then they play with them in a, a uplifting way because they know they're going to hit you like right in the field somewhere in an episode with with some some real stuff so i I enjoyed it so much this like i said it's like this reminds me of the first time i watched jihai Furu. i didn't know i was gonna love a card game slice of life show didn't know i was gonna love Kodoro, but i i I want more of this Mm -hmm. this series
1: 100
0: percent um angelica who are some of your uh, i you you were very critical of some of the characters just from our (laughs) normal day-to-day conversations uh so Tell us, like, who were some of your I favorite like, characters?
1: I'm going to start with who I did. I didn't like the the lady who moved into Mizuki's apartment. Mm. The, the new girl, I did not like her. I don't know why I didn't like her. She she didn't like kids. And then the fact that Kotoro like, attached to her anyways, I was like, why? She doesn't like you. She doesn't like the kids. <laughs> and then, um, who was it?
0: I think that's so, Toka, right? That's, that's her name, Toka?
1: Maybe. I don't remember. Yeah.
2: I think that is her, yeah.
0: Or Toko. Toko.
2: Toko. toko. I,
0: was, um,
1: I really, really liked Mizuki a lot. Mm, and I was sad to see her go. I liked Mizuki. Um, Karino is my favorite.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I was telling Josh how I kind of developed a little crush on him.
3: <laughs> hey. It's animated.
1: But I was like, he's so chill and down to earth and like, just chill and laid back. He's a very cool dude.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: I like Carino. And what is um, the other one? The one that we said was like a gangster.
0: Oh. Uh, uh,
2: Tom- Ta-
1: Tamaru?
0: Mm-hmm. Tamaru? Yeah.
1: Do you think he's a gangster, Elijah?
2: I feel I feel like he is. And that was some of the strain in the relationship and why he doesn't, you know, get to see his, his kid as much as he wants. Uh,
0: Wait, no, that's but, not right. Hold up, hold up what no that's right
2: yeah isamu yes yeah. okay mm-hmm. i'm i'm confused who are who are you thinking of
0: no no i mean no go ahead go ahead i'm oh. i'm just confused i don't think
2: you don't think that's the end of this <laughs> no
0: i don't think this is correct because it says like on on wikipedia it says uh um, voiced by um, Ky- uh, Kylie McKee, and I when I looked up Kylie McKee, that's a uh, that's that's a voice actress.
2: Hmm. Yeah, and that voice and, definitely wasn't yeah, like, is
0: I don't believe that is correct.
2: Hmm. It's time for you to go on a journey, my friend, down the uh, Google Highway. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I feel like he is a gangster and trying to right his wrongs because you know it's told all the time and it's not every gangster it's not every you know henchman or mafioso you go into something there's somebody that really cares about his family only got into it you know to support them and then regrets not having that that life because they found out and probably you know the mom and the son probably went off on him and so now every time for affection he's trying to get that through and he's like He's like, I thought we were friends. Can you please remove the sword? And he's like, we are acquaintances at best. And he's like sitting yep. there. But by the <laughs> end of the episode. I won't touch your
1: head anymore. <laughs>
2: exactly. It's like just small things. Like, I'm sorry. I just miss my son so much. and You look so cute. And then kind of what is going on with with Kotaro in that episode happens to him. And he's like, he is my friend. Please leave him alone. And he's like, this is your friend talking to the police officer. So, yeah, I, I like him in the fact that he kind of Tamed himself down and realized what he was doing with Cotero. But yeah, he's a gangster. He, he's he's a reformed gangster. He might open up like a bakery or something just to to <laughs> feel like he's a little bit softer. That might bring his son back around. But mm-hmm. but yeah, he's definitely a gangster. And I mean, the clothes alone, I'm like, he, it's, a, it's a unique style choice. But I do yeah. like the glasses, sir.
1: <laughs> and his little kid was like exact mini him. He came yes. up with this, like hair and his
0: glasses. That was that was dope. <laughs>
2: that was it this show has so many fun surprises that you're like i just i love all these characters like even the characters you only see every now and then like when Kotaro goes to the the convenience store we don't know we're gonna see a lot of those people again and then making the bento box Mm -hmm. was just he's like this is one of the best bento boxes out here and you you just don't understand why and it's because i went around and asked everybody like what would you put in go ahead and place it yourself dear lady please place this yourself sir and i'm like those interactions are what kids enjoy. And I think the fact that, um, uh, dang, I just forgot her name. The one that doesn't like kids, the reason he's kind of gravitating to her, because she's more like, she's, uh, almost a little bit more rougher. Like, uh, you know, the the uncle that comes in uncle, you know, will love you regardless, but he's going to be rough with you. And I know the kids that I mess with, you push them down on the ground. It's like, it's not stuff that, would be fun. You would think would be fun, but it's stuff they're kind of attracted to because they want that kind of push and pull. And I feel like that's what happened with Cotero, especially with people, you know, entering and leaving his life. He attaches so closely to them, but he also makes a, a rationalization for his age that what he was missing, he wasn't like devoid of from himself on, on an, a more adult level that those emotions could still be in there, but he still longs for his parents. And, you know, the issue with his dad is, is the outstanding issue that I was like, what is, what is up with his dad? What, what happened? Where, where were we going? Yeah. Josh was
1: talking about that too. We're kind of uh, going through scenarios of what could possibly have happened because mm-hmm. especially with the umbrella episode, I was like, surely his dad is such a good guy. Surely his dad loves him so much because you could, mm-hmm. you could tell with the umbrella scene. And then the mom, He remembers his mom and it wasn't that way. And It's like his dad loves him. What happened? Why is the dad not involved or not able to be involved?
2: Mm -hmm. And him wanting to be less of a burden Mm -hmm. is something that you see with a lot of. I don't say a lot of, but you see it when there is illness or there's a discrepancy between the parents and and it pulls on that strain. Like I want to be the best that I can, so I can remove any strain from from whatever this is. I want to make sure I'm not the reason. I want to try to keep my happiness together. And it's like, Coach, that's like, unfortunately, that that couldn't happen for you. And it wasn't like your fault, but he's just like placing all that blame on himself. I'm like, mm-hmm. don't do that, dude. You are you, you're you are what you're supposed to be. Nothing else. That's their deal. It's hard to process, but everybody really trying to protect him even uh the insurance lady coming over his house and uh, you know uh uh, singing a song with them and dancing and then everything else just trying to say i just can't let him know this is from his mother's insurance i'm like dude that's that's a heavy toll Mm -hmm. that is very very heavy to keep that and and he could tell and he's like just you can tell me anything and it's like he knows he's not getting something from her because she's not acting like, especially everybody he's living around now, where they're just kind of freely giving themselves because they see what kind of a kid he is. It it, it pulls you so many ways,
0: and I think that's one of the best things about the shows. Like you don't like there. There's really no like villain in mm, yeah. the show because everybody you kind of understand where each person's coming from, and they all. I mean, I, I guess the parents uh, mm-hmm. would be, like, the villain. But, we again, we don't know all of their story. True. Like, we don't know what happened. Um, but, yeah, like, with uh, when Alta, the, uh, pri- the private investigator, comes over. And mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, so I'm going to, like, yeah, I reported to your dad. Obviously, I didn't tell him, you know, everything because, like, I am also – someone who has dealt with this sort of domestic abuse and yeah. like like all these different things like even with um uh uh the the new uh toka i believe uh the the new uh, mm-hmm. person who moves in it's like yeah it's like she she has you know she may not like kids but i mean like that's normal like a lot of people don't <laughs> like kids um but uh, when the whole thing happened with the uh with the gloves. It's like, yeah, she doesn't want that to happen because it's the same thing that happened to her and there's yeah. trauma there as well. And she doesn't like hold it against uh Kotoro or Kotaro, anything yeah. like that. Like and I think that's one of the good things about this show. Like even when his old uh you know person that you know lived with him in the orphanage comes over and is like mm-hmm. ex- you know trying to get money from him. That yeah. doesn't like Even then, like, there's something that turns and, like, nobody is, like, harboring any, like, ill will towards him. Uh, And I think that's what kind of, like, makes this show as good as it is. Like, you're right. Like, like people, like, people, like, there are bad people in the world. But in this world, it's, like, but they're not, you know, everyone kind of, like, changes or, like, has reasons where you don't, you know, see that in a lot of anime or in you know just regular tv or movies now it's just like oh let's just make this person a bad person and then we'll just like you know wash our hands with them and they'll be like that will be the bad person Um, i like that they don't do that with this show well Mm -hmm. another
3: point
1: with that is you see it from a different point of view so as the adults like a carino and the insurance lady they immediately saw the scam that the friend was trying to play Mm -hmm. on them we as adults were like that's a bad guy let's get him out of there let's keep Mm -hmm. him away but whenever you uh, see the reasoning behind Kotaro's thinking, like, it's okay, I love him either way, it kind of changes our perspective that he's not the bad guy, you know? Yeah. So at first, yeah, he was the bad guy. Our thinking was was that way. Kotaro, Kotaro, Kotaro. <laughs> give us <laughs> a different point of view that is really refreshing, for sure.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's the wonderment of kids, you know, because the kids that are in his class see specific things and again going on to talking about how we as the adults the adults are like oh can you see him we only wear sweatpants he's not helping and and it's like i I can handle that it's easy it's like he said he doesn't even have his parents there's a different person dropped him off like all these talks and the other kids are like oh my god kotaro come on let's go let's go play in this and that and they're not even noticing it and Mm -hmm. again like josh said there's so much redemption in the show because you're seeing it through different lenses Mm -hmm. uh and basically just cater to us through this vessel of kotaro this this kid that always hopes the best and is he's the he's the redemption of the show that's that's basically what it is uh but to see him actually like have another expressive emotion besides you know happy with his dad it's like dude that that right there that's something that we really need to keep an eye on and it just Mm -hmm. makes it that much more intriguing to you know shift that lens again and see like how he he's presented um I, i love the show so much yeah his his friend came back and i was like why is somebody else trying to just take advantage of this kid
0: yeah like that dummy <laughs> and i, I and, and since we kind of going what angelica said like we do see everything from uh kotaro kotaro's um perspective so he doesn't see anybody as a bad person and so like no. we shouldn't be doing that either because like, these people aren't bad even uh the one like the mom who was sending her kid over
3: like her yeah. daughter
0: to play with uh kotaro because and it, you're like well what, what's the reason um and it's like well like they lost their you know their house and everything so she wanted she didn't want her daughter to go play with mm-hmm. other people um to make them look like they were like poor so yeah. like, you kind of see it like I understand from her perspective, it's yeah. still messed up to do. And when Karino calls her out on it, she does actually talk to her daughter, yeah. and it's like, oh yeah, it was just, she just made a mistake. It wasn't yeah. it wasn't like malicious or anything like that. She mm-hmm. was like, oh well, ma- the, obviously this kid doesn't you know lives by himself, so he must not have anybody in his life. So I'll have my daughter; it'll be like a win win. Yeah. It's like you see it from her perspective. Yes, it is messed up, but. Then when she actually, you know, you do see it and you're like, oh, yeah, because like Kotoro doesn't harbor any ill will there. And no. I mean, like some one of those things like, yeah, if if he doesn't, we shouldn't. So right. I think, you know, it, it, it's just a really well done show that gives mm-hmm. you it, it'll tug at your heartstrings, but it will make you feel good as well.
2: And I, I think it does, too, because one of the most important things you can do and one of the most influential things is have conversations with kids. Uh, I, I found that like, no, like our smallest class was probably like 10 to 15 kids do it two to three times a week. And that's the three to five year old class. Now motor function, motor skill wise, they're not going to be able to do roundhouse kicks, side kicks but you're just preparing them to be able to, you know, explain what it is. Are you hurt or are you scared because something happened that you didn't expect? You know, there's a difference between those two things. And if you, you repeat that over and over again, then they start to kind of understand and they can put that in their world. And I feel like the conversations that everybody has with Cotero and some of the other kids, it's just reinforcing. You have to communicate. You have to explain. You, it's it, these are kids, but they're also growing. They're also learning. There's situations that you need to explain to them. And it, it, I know dogs, cats, kids, like having to do the same thing over and over again, it gets tedious, but those are the important things. And everything that happens that moves Kotaro forward and builds these relationships is based off the communication that they have. And it comes from assumptions. They assume something, but when they actually talk and they figure it out and they're explaining it, everybody comes together and it's a more cohesive, like that whole unit became a family where it was scaling. I didn't know they lived there. I didn't know you lived here either. And then everybody's like revolving around Kodoro and having conversations and communicating. And it's like, this is what family is. It's those communications working through hard uh, situations to try to, you know, better the situation for everybody. And uh, fortunately, all of his tenants had better lives, like going from being a better manga a mangaka and a better father and you know not feeling ashamed being a hostess and it's like there's so many lessons that are learned here and it's always through the conversations and then that's just one important facet that makes this show so wholesome even though the undertone is you know gloomy at best as we go through each episode
0: um the only thing, like, I agree with that. The only thing I, I would say, Um, I don't think Miyuki had any issues with being a hostess. I think that Kotaro gives her that push to, mm. you know, leave the situation she's in.
2: True. I think that's,
0: yeah. That would be my only critique on
2: that. Otherwise, Mm. very, very good. Because even when he goes and he's like singing and everything, it's like it's not a a bad deal. She's like, what are you doing? He's like, I would like to purchase your services. And then he's like sitting there singing and making it more joy. I was like, you know, that's the way to do it. dude. That is the way. Kudos, young man. Uh, Yeah, you're exactly right on that.
0: Just getting that milk. I just want some milk, please. (laughs) They have very delicious milk at this hostess club.
2: Yes. (laughs) Same thing as Yakuza.
0: Um, uh, I, I guess the, uh, I, the, the one thing I do like is at the end, it, this was one of the, one, uh, the very few shows that mm. I didn't like when the end credits do that stupid thing on Netflix where it's like next episode or watch credits, mm-hmm. I would always just move my mouse over to the watch credits or, or, uh, my, my thing yeah. over. So yeah. that way I could see the full picture, like actually go up. I, I like it when shows do different things like that. Um, where they they'll add stuff because like in each of those things it was like a new character that like if there's a character that gets introduced they are now in that back screen like the the two like the the three kids that Mm -hmm. ended up having to get you know taken the child protective services they make it back there um i haven't seen any of that i skipped it each time you gotta watch it that's (laughs) the thing like it's more like we're so used to be like ah just just next episode binge but like if you just watch it anime does weird stuff sometimes where they'll do little things like that um Mm -hmm. they didn't do anything like with the intro sometimes that'll happen where they'll just change the intro just a little bit um and you're like oh yeah here's, here's a new new fun little intro um or they'll do something weird like in the end credits or something so like with anime you kind of gotta watch all of it even if you've seen it like a half a dozen times you need to kind of like watch the back and especially something like that since it is a picture each time um, mm-hmm. it, it is it is really interesting and I, I like that they do stuff like that um, it, it made me and Elijah this is, this is pretty much for you I don't think Angelica <laughs> someone who doesn't really watch anime it reminded me a lot of uh, do you remember old old anime whenever we would go to commercial they would do like
2: um the eye catch uh
0: well then it or, or like right before they went to commercial they do the full metal alchemist and then mm-hmm. you know when they're coming back they be like, full metal Alchem-, you know like that stupid thing yeah. uh i i would there was part of me like we don't get that on netflix shows which i no. kind of want them to start bringing back
2: mm-hmm. um just cuz it,
0: it is nice
2: it's nice it, i think there's a uh, and especially like uh now that you mentioned it, thinking about bastard that just came back for its second season that would have been something that could bridge that like you need that small little pause in there and it's nice to
0: have a pause real yes. quick it's like okay i'm gonna go grab a drink or something otherwise you got to sit through the whole entire thing and then you know you're just you only have like five seconds to like wait to the next episode mm-hmm. um, so i think if they if they would do something like that i think that would be Really nice. Um, Basically, Angelica, the way that, you know, anime kind of works is uh, it would be, it would be like a 10 minute segment Mm -hmm. and then there'd be commercial break and then there'd be a remaining 10 minute segment. So it wasn't like how our stuff, it's like, you know, you get like five minutes and then you have like two minutes of commercial and then five minutes and then two minutes of commercial and then it wraps up in the last like four minutes. So it would do like 10 and then like two and then 10. So it would get that whole entire so they they'd give you like a, hey, now we're going to commercial break mm-hmm. uh, little message. So that way you could go and do your commercial stuff. And then when they're like, all right, we're back from commercial break. And then you would, you know, sit down and, you know, watch your show.
2: And I think that would work perfectly because it could show those interactions that Kodoro has off screen, mm-hmm. like playing or going somewhere with somebody at, or like in between to bridge again the gap for that commercial. That'd be perfect. I think there's only... Like Western shows, I think I remember they did that with the Cosby show, actually. Like when they went to commercials, they had a deal. And, you know, because Bill Cosby always wanted to dance and everything. They'd be, 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 and then like the Jell-O pudding commercial come back and like, blah, I it. And then he'd come back and do his whole Dr. Huxtable deal. But uh, I feel like that, especially for this show, there's so many, so many things. Like, what does he do when he gets up in the morning, you know? Is does he sit there on the edge of his bed? Does he have to, you know, get his, get his his happiness ready, or or what is the plan? And then what about the other tenants? You know, that that'd be perfect. Yeah, eye catches, yeah. things like that. Those are, those those are the deals that make you happy. I, now I'm yeah. thinking of like high cues.
0: Well, I mean, it, that was one of the coolest parts about Toonami. Is because mm. all of the regular, you know, stuff yeah. on Cartoon Network would be the standard, you know, mm-hmm. like Western, you know, cartoon, you know, like here's three minutes commercial, three minutes commercial, three minutes. Whereas, you know, on Toonami, it's like, no, we're gonna stick to the Japanese the because, like, here it, like, here's bumper, and then mm-hmm. here's intro commercials, uh, or uh, here's here's show commercials, show, and then mm. exit. Yep. Uh, and then bumper for the next show like I love that they did stuff like that like and like adult swim whenever they do you know uh cartoons or, or anime on adult swims they do it I I like stuff like that and I I think it's I think it's you know something that we don't see anymore which I do <laughs> miss um and I wish we had stuff like that again
2: yeah I think the only place you can get it now is like tsunami aftermath where they play old Toonami in that segment but yeah that stuff it, it made it so much more it, it does capture your eye more because it's mm-hmm. something that you don't usually see and I wish that you know Disney and you know all those western animation studios would take that because it's just another way to incorporate and especially as heavily influenced as we are with like toy sales that would boost them right there that's why Gundam took out you know came back into resurgence in japan and in, into france is because you could pick up those toys you had those eye catches you had you know original little themes that go with all those those mecha so yeah she returns
0: was was there anything um you know i i don't typically pay attention to any of the music or anything mm-hmm. that happens like i like in movies and stuff so, i i don't particularly care for like that like music is not going to make or break a show for me okay uh so i i never like pay any sort of attention to it the movie could be dead quiet the entire time oh, and as long savage. as there's like good <laughs> no. dialogue and story i'm fine like i don't care like as long as you're telling me a good story it can be quiet like mm-hmm. there doesn't have to be like you know i don't need you know star war music or anything like that you know going. do you
2: also take like showers and baths without soap is that what you do <laughs> you just no, you just write the right. difference <laughs> how dare and you that would
0: be like taking a shower without water yeah, like. right
2: I can't believe no music but I I, I kind of see what you say I feel like the since it's a slice of life that tone of it, music it does, just kind of doesn't really need it yeah it's it's like I could go and and just be invested in like the background noises like the cicadas and things like that versus having to have that light track. But I do feel like some of those instances where they're trying to think about what's going on in Cotero's life, the music really did hit because it slows down, the the tone lowers, and you're, you're just sitting there with them like, man, I wonder... And they did that inner monologue and it draws you into like, this person really cares and they're trying to figure it out. But then you're like, well, what is it? And it just takes you into that moment versus trying to say you know, trying to plan out everything. You're just sitting there with them going through that. I hope like Coder says something as they're walking to the, you know, to the bathhouse, they're walking to the convenience store. So he understands what's going on because I I don't know what's going on either. And they're just sitting there like, Hmm, this, it it does pull you in just a little bit, but I I understand what you're saying. Like most of it, he, he doesn't really need the background noise from the kids. There's so many things going on, cars, games you could do without it for this show but i feel like those instances drew me in even more both in the sub and the dub
0: well like ever it, it, going back like the stuff that like i i don't care for like is hm. you know like when tenshi would come on or uh <laughs> i'm trying to think of uh, what's that one that i'm thinking oh like Hamtaro? Uh, uh, no uh uh evangelion
2: uh, so yeah. whenever
0: whenever they do that bum, ba-dum, bum, ba-dum, 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 i don't care about that like yeah. i don't need it like, we, like this does not enhance the story um or anything at all <laughs> so yeah i'm 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 kind of out of that what about you angelica
1: i forgot there was music in the show see right. I, so i didn't i didn't even notice or realize that there was but music for sure adds a little pizzazz to whatever we're watching so i don't mind it i think I don't think there's been a movie where I've watched and it's like, oh, this soundtrack is so horrible it, it was the movie suck but <laughs> good music like the new Thor movie the music mm-hmm. that movie the music was really good
2: yeah don't 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 do that Josh nah. <laughs> what, what I'm just I mean there's a look in your eyes
1: specifically though I don't I didn't remember there was any music anyway. We're
0: just talking about this show. We're not talking about the new oh. Thor <laughs> so I will not I', didn't I, won't, I won't get my opinions on that. Show.
2: I thought Coda is one of the kids in the, the film. Thought he was back there. Searching for his mom. Yeah, you see. didn't
1: see him in the end credits, Josh.
0: Oh no. I didn't I, I didn't see any of that movie. So Josh, come on.
2: No, you, it's you're all right. Killing, this is that's Kodoro's one wish that you watch this film. Oh uh, well, tough. Oh, no. <laughs> He hasn't struggled enough. Season two, Kodoro. <laughs> Co- Josh will yeah, not like watch Kodoro. <laughs> tries to
0: get Josh to watch a Marvel <laughs> yeah. film, and it's like, nah, I'm all right, kid. Oh, oh yeah.
2: Sure, Josh. Villain. I'll
0: Our be friend. the first villain of the series.
2: No, don't hate him because his tastes suck. He's my friend. <laughs> I mean,
0: there's good. T- I, mean, I don't even want to hear about Kodoro's taste, I'm freaking oh. watching. Uh, what
2: the we heck is good that taste stupid to show? Tora.
0: Tissues. Tora, uh tono
2: sumon tono sumon sing the song for us and, like, the
0: kids so tone deaf <laughs> oh yeah i love like,
2: it i love it because kids are
0: summer. and you're like what the heck bro it's
1: so cute i love
0: mm. it
2: God, when they all came over to watch the the season finale and they were like citing it word for while. i was like okay did you yes. feel
1: sad when they all uh, they all wanted to watch the dinosaur movie and not the tono movie i was yeah. like go we'll watch that with him
2: he's like, the
0: only one who ever watched tonus yeah. like, so dude. obviously these kids are like no we have taste let's watch literally anything else
2: <laughs> that's why he just they're not his friends yep they're
0: all his friends Not the real
1: ones.
2: yeah there we go he a real one yeah
0: I, I do like that he has so many friends like yeah. it, it's hard not to like the kid -hmm. And I think that's like his best quality. It's like it's you, you can't not like like him.
2: Yeah, it's you you can't because he always tries to put his best foot forward to make sure everybody's enjoying themselves because he knows what it feels like to not enjoy, not be in that place, not receive that same amount of attention and affection. And it's something that he doesn't want other people to go through, no matter how old they are. He just sees people as people. He's a person; they're a person. Not like I'm a kid; you're an adult. He addresses everybody the same and very respectful so hey i mean that is one thing that is also unique to the show that helps lend itself to that quality of why i feel like so many people like this show on netflix and it draws in people that aren't normally anime watchers because it's so closely re- like everybody puts on you know, almost like a second jumper when they go out into the world, because they want to be perceived a certain way. They don't want to feel a certain way. And could could Kodoro make sure that people don't feel how they don't want to be felt. That makes sense. Uh, And it's just like, so the duality between real life and this animated series are just so close that it it didn't, it's insane that this was so well-crafted. The narrative just draws me in. Uh, I want like a, a, a light novel, series i can just go back and read like some of his others like him moving to this new town and like what goes on after with him because i would be interested to see and you could keep you could keep him a kid forever for me i just keep reading chapter after chapter because it's just so wholesome and and pure in the fact that he's like i want you to be treated how you want to be treated and it's like dang four-year-old making me think um confucius says
1: two brings more of his backstory i want to see more yeah more history like you said where he got why he got where he is uh what happened Mm. to his dad what happened to his mom how did his mom die yeah i'm curious
2: oh i want to know what happens when he finds out that he was lied to after the whole promise and everything and it's like he's like dude this is one that he's
0: gonna find out he's lied to for a while unless we do a time skip type of thing i don't think we're gonna we're gonna find that i don't th- i don't think nah, if, if i want there, the juiciness if we, if we do get a second season i don't think it'll be there um first I think it episode be, I, I think it may be <laughs> more uh his dad trying to track him down i think that may yeah. be a little bit more of a thing um True. before we wrap uh is there a character if we again if we do get a season two mm. um is there a character that you want to see a little bit more of Carino.
1: A, a, a not main character that you would like to see a little bit more of um
0: i want to see more of karina's editor i thought he yeah. was great i just think he could be better ha,
2: ha, 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 ha. like oh let's do you have any emotions here guy come on come on he come has
1: on. kids it's so funny oh,
2: uh, i want to say like the teacher's Because their aspect of what they see and how people are interacting in class does play on how they teach the class, how they interact with Kotaro. And I feel like uh, I want to see more of the turbulent times and how they actually because it's like you are an investment in the future of, you know, basically this new generation coming up. So how do you affect Kotaro a little bit more? Uh, Because you see him for X amount of hours and you send him home. And you know the home life that he has so i want to see a little bit more from them what about you josh
0: i, I said i want to see more of the editor
2: oh yeah that's right i want
0: to see the editor's family i would like to see the editor's family oh,
2: they like, all laugh that, like that him. was when
0: i'm like oh they're like I, I want his kids to be the exact same way and be like ha, 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 ha. like that's what i that's what i want. Or, or like, I want twins, and one's oh. like ha 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 ha, and the other one's like actually expressive. Like mm-hmm. that's what I want. I want to like the 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 okay. dueling-ness. That's what I kind of want. That's funny. I like that. Um. Well, uh, thank you both for for joining me, uh, Angelica. If people, do, do you want to promote anything on social media?
1: <laughs> what do you? Yeah. I want okay. everyone to see. I want everyone to know I was on this cool podcast.
0: Well, mm-hmm. check's in the mail. Uh, well, actually, no, I'll to do it tomorrow. Um, no, so, Angelica, where can people find you social media-wise if they want to pay attention to you?
3: Oh, oh, you be, meant I don't know why I said like that. That's a weird way to say that. <laughs> um,
1: I'm on Facebook. I don't have an Instagram or Twitter, but I'm on Facebook oh and God. Snapchat. <laughs> okay. don't I don't have one. a following. Angelica Ugarte.
2: Elijah, check her out. Uh, You can find me now. I have to think about all my stuff. Um, the Just Elijah do a
0: couple, we'll put, we've got everything in the show notes. So I mean, okay. all the, 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 the all the old things in there. So
2: social media, real Elijah five thousand. So that's Twitter and Instagram because I have those. I don't want them, but I have them. Uh, and then uh, <laughs> Edge Two Gaming on Facebook, Twitch, Caffeine, and YouTube for. All of my gaming streams, you can watch me play Rocket League and you know Yakuza and Injustice Two or whatever. You know there might be a game where I'm just throwing children off a boat to see if they sink or swim. You never know. You never know. But follow me there. Edge Two Gaming. That's a weird game to promote. There's a um, lot of weird indie games out there. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, it,
0: it feels like that would be a weird game to try and sell.
2: Life. Little nightmares. I
0: know like Steam's a little bit weird, but that's also one of those. It's like, mm. um We'll
1: put on up- theme though. We're talking about a kid's show, you know? It's on oh. theme.
2: <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to. Josh is just- throwing
0: the children off a boat into the ocean, <laughs> ocean to see if they float. <laughs> I'm not sure that's on theme. <laughs> but we'll put uh, we'll put links in the show notes for everybody uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh L. Kane. Um you can find the podcast on Instagram at What's Up Fandom on Twitter at What's Up Fandom PC for podcasts all of our episodes available wherever you listen to down, download or listen to uh, podcasts so iTunes Stitcher Podbean Google Play Spotify Audible check out our video content on YouTube and on our website animationstationpodcast.com thanks to 1 out of 10 for the intro and outro for this episode uh, they are touring in beautiful Glendale California. So check them out if you're in the SoCal area, uh, or you can just check them out on Spotify. That's one out of ten. Uh, other than that, thank you both so much for uh, coming
2: on. Thank you.
0: thank you. And we'll do it again. Well, we'll just we we'll just we'll slowly get Angelica into anime, Elijah. That's yes. yes. The what's, next the next, what's the next? What's the next one? I
1: recommend another one. It has to be close to Kataro. I, I mean, that's a very high bar that I've done. Had
0: Card set. Captor Sakura.
2: Oh, I think I w- Card I Sakura yeah. would be
0: good okay yeah yeah
2: i'm definitely down for that Ooh, one i'll start watching tonight
0: I, th- I don't know if they have i don't know how that english dub is
2: uh, i don't remember either i'd have to ask Monica. Ooh,
0: i don't i don't think it's good <laughs> okay. i don't think it's okay. good so.
2: it's okay just suffer through it <laughs> yeah just, uh, have fun <laughs> suffering it'll be fine yeah. <laughs> there's there's a
0: small girl uh there's cards involved stuffed there's, animals there's stuffed animals there's rollerblades okay. what more could you want
2: unrequited love for season after season after season that was one of
1: my complaints was that this wasn't a (laughs) multi-season thing to watch it's just 10 episodes
0: this i think you get like 50 episodes for cardcaptor soccer so you can have Mm -hmm. you'll have have a lot of fun a lot a lot of fun there's different outfits
2: Yes, a lot of clo- cloth chain, a lot of different uh-huh. wands. A lot of wands. Yeah, yeah. I, I really enjoyed it when it was uh, first showing. I was like, yeah, I've I card capture all day long, dude. WB. Card capture gets mm. some, some good stuff. Uh,
0: yeah. This will not come out before that episode, but uh, Pony Boy, uh, this uh, on Monday, Harold is doing uh, after school anime and it's like girl power so it's like mm. card captor sakura sailor moon so he's got a bunch of uh, cool stuff in there so oh fruits basket you could do Fruits yes. basket too okay. that's kind of like Kodoro.
2: yeah uh in a sense that it's, it's slice happy of and life it
0: will make you very sad Sad. very sad yeah watch okay. those all about love. all right got yeah. my list <laughs> uh, all right so for what's up fandom i'm josh i'm elijah I'm Angelica. Bye, everybody. Bye.
2: Peace. Charles, what's the bad?
3: I'm not the leading authority on waxing poetic or using big words. But this writer is my philosophy about living in such a world.